If you're tired of these promos, supporters get the podcast early and ad-free. Just go to donate.bogosity.tv for the links to sign up. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of June 5th, 2022. The podcast that kills cancer in a Petri dish. This is your host, Shane Killian. Let's rhapsodize the news of the bogus. We'll start off with another story about who benefits from the NATO expansion, where, once again, the answer is defense contractors. Finland and Sweden have officially applied to join NATO, which would be an amazing benefit for Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, and Northrop Grumman. While the unrest Ukraine has been experiencing since 2014, and in particular this year since the Russian invasion, has been horrible for so many Ukrainians, especially ethnic Russians living in Ukraine, it's been a boon for those who profit from war. Before Putin's invasion, support for NATO in Finland was between 20 and 30 percent, as it had been for many years. Now, according to AP, 70 percent want to join. The reason why is that Finland shares an 830-mile border with Russia. That's been a boon to them in the past, being able to trade with both Europe and Russia, but the sanctions in the wake of the invasion have made it so that Finland could either remain non-aligned, meaning it couldn't trade with Russia and was subject to many of those same sanctions, or join NATO. If that sounds to you like a criminal mob forcing a region to join its territory, you're not alone. But it does mean that Finland now has access to massive new defense spending, as well as new equipment like F-35 warplanes costing well over $100 million each, and pretty much the only place to get them is U.S. defense contractors. This sort of thing allows them to continue to profit for years. The spending is on new deliverables to replenish ones used by the U.S. The U.S. deploying 7,000 Raytheon Javelin missiles means that Raytheon automatically gets to sell replacements to the U.S. as they're made. And since they can produce a max of about 6,500 units in 12 months, that's more than another year of guaranteed profits. F-35s going to European militaries is an even bigger deal. In addition to the cost of the units, there's also ground support, spare parts, maintenance, and the lock-in factor. It pretty much commits Europe to American-made gear for decades. The defense industry receives by far the biggest share of the $810 billion defense budget. In 1991, the last year of the Cold War, that was just under $300 billion. Defense spending is far greater than anything Putin or any other country on the planet could hope to achieve. These expansions are not necessary to keep Europe safe. If you still think this is about helping Ukraine and saving the world from the threat of Putin, you're just plain deluded. If you're looking for a way to support this channel, but you don't have any spare cash and you can't stand ads, you can do so by generating your own cryptocurrency. Use the links at the bottom of the description to follow the link to odyssey.com to listen to the podcast and see all of my YouTube videos as well. Just watching videos will produce cryptocurrency for the creator and yourself. And since Odyssey is always monetized and never censored, you'll have no problem seeing all the videos from your favorite creators. You can also use the library credits you created Odyssey to tip creators and even purchase paid content. Earn library credits through various rewards, including daily view rewards and the number of shares and invites. And you can interact with creators in all sorts of ways, including like and dislike, 
comment, boost a post by supporting it, repost it, and share to other sites, all while earning crypto for the creator. Easily monetize yourself and your favorite creators using cryptocurrency without advertising. Use the link below to visit this channel on odyssey.com and see many of your other favorites there as well. The recent acquittal of Michael Sussman proves that justice is blind. It couldn't see the clear evidence right in front of it. The charge of lying to federal investigators is one that's been a standard go-to for a long time, most notably when Martha Stewart was convicted of it, even though there wasn't the first bit of proof against her. Not to mention all of Trump's associates who were convicted of exactly this purely political prosecution, lying to federal investigators who had basically no evidence against them and at least one, Michael Flynn, was objectively innocent. Here we have documentation, proof positive, that Sussman lied to the FBI claiming to be independent when he really was working for the Hillary Clinton campaign. We now know through documents revealed through the course of this trial that, far from being the innocent observer Hillary pretended to be, the false Trump-Russia conspiracy theory was approved of and even directed by Clinton and her campaign. That's according to direct testimony from her campaign manager, Robbie Mook. Sussman's part involved the completely ridiculous Trump Alpha Bank conspiracy, which we debunked long ago and showed that all you need to debunk it is a basic understanding of how DNS works. Sussman provided that bogus information to the FBI, saying that he wasn't acting on behalf of any client, when the documented proof says that he was working with opposition research firm Fusion GPS to produce the claims on behalf of the Clinton campaign, who was even billed for it. The FBI opened an investigation and closed it in short order, almost instantly realizing how stupid it was. But the very existence of the investigation was all that Hillary and the news media needed to make hay of it. See, here's how it goes. Hillary can't just claim it. The mainstream media has no cover to just say it. But if it's an FBI investigation, they can report on it. So Hillary's people had Sussman give that information to the FBI, who, come on, knew perfectly well what was going on but they couldn't actually do anything without exposing their own collusion. But they could hide behind, it was a credible tip, we had to investigate, and we quickly ruled it out. We're totes not biased or involved. Knowing full well that the mere existence of the investigation itself was all that was needed to bring everything full circle. A closed loop of misinformation that everyone could now pretend was valid and not at all made up bogosity. Mook admitted that they didn't have the expertise to vet the data. They don't understand how DNS works. Yet he, Jake Sullivan, who is now Biden's national security advisor, communications director Jennifer Palmieri, and campaign chairman John Podesta, decided to pass all of that on to a reporter. Mook testified that Clinton herself was asked about the plan and approved it. Slate published, and the rest is history. Sullivan called it, quote, the most direct link yet between Donald Trump and Moscow. Hillary tweeted, Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank. All from a conspiracy theory that her own people cooked up, fed to the FBI on false pretenses, and used that to promote the story as legitimate news. 
and the press credulously passed it on, neglecting to even ask their own IT people if the story passed muster. To this day, most of them refuse to retract the story or even acknowledge any new information about it. Even though everything I've said is now a matter of verified public record. Even this Wall Street Journal article says, quote, The Russia-Trump narrative the Clintons sanctioned did enormous harm to the country. It disgraced the FBI, humiliated the press, and sent the country on a three-year investigation to nowhere. Putin never came close to doing as much disinformation damage. Except the press isn't humiliated, are they? They haven't even acknowledged that they got this wrong, and most of the country doesn't realize they were lied to and still believe the narrative. But here's the important part of the story that's getting ignored. There's one reason, and one reason alone, that Sussman was acquitted. The D.C. liberal anti-Trump jury engaged in their thousand-year-old, long-fought, hard-won right of jury nullification. And when Durham wanted an instruction to the jury that they weren't allowed to do that, which judges have been lying to juries for more than a century and saying exactly that, in this case, all of a sudden, it wasn't something the judge could tell them because it's totes their right. Funny that a judge just this once supported that right in this case alone. I'm sure the fact that he's married to a lawyer who represented FBI officials working on the Trump-Russia probe is completely unrelated. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government censors. It's essential in this day and age, so go to vpn.pagosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world, and they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. Hey, look, it turns out the Hunter Biden laptop story is still valid. And it turns out that, despite the screeching of Democrats for years, yes, it relates to his father, President Joe Biden. The laptop's hard drive contained a lot of Hunter's information, including the search history in his browser cache. Understand that, unless you're using a private or incognito window, your browser is storing all of your searches, too. The news media headlines, the ones that are covering it at least, Go into Biden's penchant for porn, including searches for 18 years old, lonely widow, and MILF crack cocaine porn. They mention uploading his own porn videos and being a regular visitor to sex campsites, as well as numerous searches for his own name, all in the six days prior to taking his laptop in for repair. And then, in a classic example of burying the lead, they mention that, yes, the information in the laptop has ties to his father. Yeah, keep scrolling down past the censored but salacious pics and you'll get there. Really, I almost feel I have to apologize for how much you'll have to scroll past. Anyway, 
The data show him texting a lot of his links to the contact Dad. The story tries to give the elder Biden cover by saying they've used each other's phones now and then, so it may really be something innocent. No. Sorry. If his father uses that phone at all, it's beyond creepy. It's also confirmed that he was using his father to help get friends employed or promoted, with prompt responses from the dad contact, who I'm sure totes isn't really Joe. The laptop contains evidence of Biden illegally buying hookers, crack cocaine, and illegal firearms, released just days after Big Daddy Joe called for even more gun restrictions. And that included pictures of him holding the gun with his binger finger on the trigger. The story mentions he used DuckDuckGo for the searches, which is private, but that doesn't help you much when they get your browser history straight off your hard drive. On a much more serious note, the laptop contents also show that the junior Biden was burning through money at a rate of 200 grand a month as the result of his ties to the Ukrainian natural gas company Burisma Holdings, which totes wasn't the result of favoritism and direct ties to the then vice president. Please ignore anything you heard about Ukraine before February of this year. Nothing happened. You are in error. Please follow the news media's example and forget everything you heard about Hunter Biden as well as the context of the recent fighting in Ukraine. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain or regulations passed in the name of safety and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. And now it's time to dismutate this week's biggest bogan emitter. And this week, it goes to Uvalde School District Police Chief Pete Arredondo for his efforts to cover up for his department's horrendous mishandling of the active shooter who killed 19 children and teachers. The police forces come under pressure after refusing to respond and engage the shooter, protecting the children they're sworn to protect, which Stephen McCraw, head of the Texas Department of Public Safety, said was, quote, the wrong decision. Arredondo has continued to refuse to respond to Texas Rangers in their investigation of the decision. In a statement, a DPS spokesperson said, quote, The Uvalde Police Department and Uvalde CISD Police have been cooperating with investigators. The chief of the Uvalde CISD Police provided an initial interview, but has not responded to a request for a follow-up interview with the Texas Rangers that was made two days ago. By the way, if you or I did that, we'd be charged with failure to cooperate with an investigation. Authorities had waited in a school hallway for nearly 50 minutes before finally breaching the classroom door. Keep that in mind next time someone tells you we don't need guns for defense, we can just rely on police. Also, just as a reminder, 
When a rampage shooter is stopped by an armed citizen, he kills on average 1.8 people as opposed to 14.3 when stopped by police. Not to mention that 98.4% of mass shootings occur in gun-free zones. And the left is still screeching that guns are the problem. That is nothing short of psychopathic. So all of that makes Uvalde School District Police Chief Pete Arredondo this week's Biggest Bogani Emitter. I want to tell you about the eyeglasses I've been wearing for years. As people can see on my videos, I have a very strong prescription, which makes glasses more expensive, especially when I need computer glasses, reading glasses, prescription sunglasses, and most expensively, progressive lenses for general everyday wear. To save money while still getting quality glasses, I get them from Fermu. In fact, I just got a pair of progressives with high-index aspherical lenses and a nice pair of frames my wife loves for just over $100. It would have been $500 to get them through my eye doctor. Not only do they look good, the glasses are durable. I've worn many pairs for several years without problems. All orders come with a 30-day return policy, a 3-month warranty, and one-on-one -on -one customer service. Go to Firmu, that's F-I-R-M-O-O dot Bogosity dot TV, anytime you need quality glasses at a low price. Once again, that's Firmu dot Bogosity dot TV. And now let's fumigate this week's... Idiot And this week it goes to TV maker Vizio, who engaged in breach of contract by including GPL code in its TVs without making all its code open source. And a judge just called them on it. The Software Freedom Conservancy has been engaging in a legal battle to get Vizio to open source their SmartCast TV software on the basis that it contains code licensed under GPL v2. Nice to know that even companies don't read the EULA. SFC sued Vizio for breach of contract, seeking declaratory relief on behalf of Vizio TV owners. Federal District Judge Josephine Statton just ruled in favor of the SFC, upholding earlier court rulings saying that the GPL is both a user agreement and a contract. Modern TVs are really computers embedded in a giant monitor. They decode video, run apps, and do other things that computers can do. If Vizio's source code is opened, it means that Vizio owners will be able to reprogram their TVs to do other things, not just what Vizio wants them to do. It could also fix problems with the system and even secure the user's privacy, something Vizio doesn't want because it profits from collecting user data. In fact, in 2017, they agreed to pay a $2.2 million settlement to the FTC on charges that it collected viewing data from 11 million TVs without the knowledge or consent of the owners. In addition to Vizio, the decision could affect many other IoT device makers that have leveraged open source components without living up to the terms of the licenses they agreed to. Also of note is the idea that a user agreement is a contract resulting in two-way obligations, something software makers have been fighting for decades. There's not much chance Vizio will actually release their source code, but it could at least be a boon for right to repair, allowing people to modify or repair their own devices. Staten based her decision on the idea that the Copyright Act doesn't preempt a breach of contract. Quote, There is an extra element to SFC's claims, 
because SFC is asserting, as a third-party beneficiary of the GPL agreements, that it is entitled to receive source code under the terms of those agreements. SFC policy fellow Bradley Kuhn said, quote, Vizio removed the case to federal court by claiming that the GPL operates as only a copyright license and never as a contract. We have countered that it operates as both, and that the source code provision specifically gives third parties, i.e. downstream users, a contractual right to demand complete, corresponding source code as defined in the GPL. Vizio's SmartCast platform source code contains code from the Linux kernel, also utils, GNU Bash, GNU Awk, Blues, BusyBox, and various other software released under the GPL v2 and LGPL v2.1. Vizio had responded in January of 2019 by releasing what it claimed was the complete source code, but it failed to include everything needed to compile the software in executable form. Section 3 of the GPL v2 reads in part, For an executable work, complete source code means all the source code for all modules it contains, plus any associated interface definition files, plus the scripts used to control compilation and installation of the executable. They went back and forth for two years until the SFC finally filed suit in October of last year. They said in their complaint, quote, Had Vizio produced the source code for the Linux kernel, for the other SmartCast programs at issue, and for the library linking programs, as used on Vizio Smart TVs, a community of software developers would have had the opportunity to modify them to protect user privacy or improve accessibility. This remains true today, and this need for consumer privacy and accessibility will be even more important in the future as consumers become more integrated and dependent on computers and other interconnected smart devices for their daily lives. This isn't the final word, it just sends the case back to Superior Court, but it's an immense victory nonetheless, given that many companies are doing exactly what Vizio is, and they simply ignore requests for the source code. Vizio's latest 10Q filing with the SEC didn't specifically mention the lawsuit, but it did say, quote, Some of our consumer devices contain open-source software, and any failure to comply with the terms of one or more of these open-source licenses could negatively affect our business. Time will tell what the stockholders will have to say about it. So all of that makes Vizio this week's... Idiot Well, that wraps up this... I've told you before, you mustn't let me sleep all day. This woman charges by the hour. Edition of the Bogosity Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go to donate.bogosity.tv for several ways to support and discord.bogosity.tv to join the discussion. Subscribe at Patreon or Subscribestar and you can listen early and ad-free. Thank you for listening. Until next time, here's a quote from Major General Smedley Butler. But what does it profit the men who are killed? What does it profit their mothers and sisters, their wives and their sweethearts? What does it profit their children? What does it profit anyone except the very few to whom war means huge profits? Yes, and what does it profit the nation? The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, not commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international license. Bogosity.
We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now.